You're listening to Blue Collar CEO, the podcast that's all about helping you build a better, more profitable, and more sustainable home service business. Each week, we will cover a different topic that'll help you enable your company to move forward to success. And here's your host, Ryan Redding. What is up, Blue Collar CEOs? It's Ryan. It is great to be with you today. Uh, Hope you're doing good. And thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. Hey, if you haven't yet, take a second. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. Uh, Those reviews are awesome. And if you have left a review, thank you. That's awesome. We're going to be talking uh, with Danielle Putnam. Danielle is uh, the president of The New Flat Rate. Uh, And if you're not familiar, it is a fantastic pricing tool to help make sure businesses know how to price themselves correctly offer menu pricing to customers to maximize the profits. And if you listen to the episode, she's going to drop in a special nugget just for you for listening to help you attract and hire better people. So there's going to be tons of great information in this episode. You're going to want to listen to it all. Let's get going. All right, Danielle, I'm so glad we're able to get you on. Um, I've been a, a huge fan of the new flat rate and kind of what that product is for a long time. So really, really honored that you would take time out of your crazy schedule to join us. But for those who don't know you or the new flat rate, um, Danielle, who are you? What do you do? Oh, Ryan, it just makes me so honored that you've been a fan. So thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. My name is Danielle Putnam. I'm the president of the new flat rate. And we are a pricing system for service providers, primarily residential, heating and air, electrical, and plumbing contractors. We're getting into chimney and oh, pest right. control cool. as well. Yeah, it, it is cool because it's such an awesome skill that you know we all we often get in this niche market of oh service home services is heating their electrical and plumbing but it is so much more so it's been really fun to dive down that road a little bit uh one one of the reasons i like the new flat rate or how about this uh flat rate options in general is that um it really does like at its core so many so many contractors and this is true if they're hvac plumbing electrical chimney pest control um, they struggle with understanding the economic side of their business, of like how their business cash flows. Some of them like evolve to the point where they start understanding the economics a little bit better. But a lot of times, like they go into business because they're really good at their skill. They're really good at slinging a wrench or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just go, well, I don't need to charge as much as my previous boss. I can charge mm-hmm. X amount and it's plenty much. And they just go back to like a time and material sort of model. Mm-hmm. And really quickly, they start realizing that uh, the busier they get, the more painful things become. Like the cash just becomes less available as they totally. grow, right? Yeah. And it's like, uh, if, <laughs> if only more people understood like the importance of understanding that the pricing needs to be solid, mm-hmm. like their businesses would be like fundamentally different, like from mm-hmm. day one. From yeah. Day and one. you know, in our industry too, it's full of salt of the earth, good people right? percent. So many good people and they're good at what they do. And I feel like we in our industries have a tendency of, oh, this is easy for me. So I'll just fix that for you. It's just this. And then, right. We don't build value in our craft and we sell ourselves short. And oftentimes it's because we don't like to be salespeople. We don't want to be pushy. We don't want to ask for a higher sale. And so we ask for that, you know, that low rate of, well, well, it's just this. And then we're sitting here starving. We can't take our family on a proper vacation. You know, our, our truck's out of gas. And I'm just like, golly, we have to quit living like that. It's this poverty mentality. And there's an evolution of change 
as a business owner, sometimes you have to go through some of that evolution. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes I guess pain or discomfort helps people be motivated to Mm -hmm. go through that particular journey. Right. Yeah. And people who have been through the journey, you know, some, so think of mentors and coaches and people that have made problems and, and mistakes and overcome those in businesses in the past, they'll say, Hey, Ryan, you know, you should charge X, Y, Z. And it's this super big number. And you're like, Oh my gosh, no, I could never. But because they said it, you try it. And then your customer's like, yeah, that's great. I'd love to pay that. You're like, what? I can't believe I can actually get X amount for this service. Uh, but you don't know your value until you really test it sometimes too. Do you ever find, and it's funny you say that because I feel like when I speak with a lot of companies, and this is true regardless of the trade, if uh, if you know you start talking to them and you start realizing, hey, they might not know their numbers really well and they're, they might be selling themselves short, literally, on what they should be charging, a lot of them are afraid to charge what they should, right? If, uh, let's make up numbers, let's say a job should be economically about 500 bucks and I'm just making up numbers. Yeah. They might be like, ah, I don't think I can do that in my market. I can maybe do 240. <laughs> totally. In my market. Right? Like they just, yeah. It's, it's always like my market won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually never seen that be true. Right. Like never. Have you? Right. No, no. And you know, if you don't care if I, if I say it this way real quick, Ryan, I don't want to get on a platform about the new flat rate, but Instead of just flat rate pricing with one price point, we are a menu. And so we automatically provide five price points for anything diagnosed in the home for our contractor members. And the beauty of that, when somebody says, oh, that's not going to work in our market, the answer back is, well, or the question back is, do you have a McDonald's? Because if you have a McDonald's, go in that McDonald's, whether it's a small town or a large town, and watch all of the customers walk up to the register and watch and start counting how many of them choose that 99 cent hamburger. It's on the menu. They all could choose that cheap, lower price option, but they don't want it. They want a bigger, better burger. They want the cheese, right? I would never get a hamburger if I could get a cheeseburger. And so that's an easy way to test. Could I actually charge more or provide more options in my market? Well, yes, because your customers, consumers every day are selecting to buy more on their own without being sold. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And this is true. Like McDonald's is a great metaphor. Uh, anything fast food where it's like the margins are so small that they have to do clever sort of like, hey, upgrade to this uh, so right? they can start recouping margins, right? Uh, but even like local restaurants, I think of like the Mexican restaurant down the street from us, like menu engineering so that, hey, you want this, right? Sure, yes. it's 20% more than the other thing. But look how good the picture makes it look. Beautiful. We uh, consumers are used to being nudged yes, into like, moving up a price tier. Yeah. But we can only do that to your point if there's options. Mm-hmm. The thing I like about um, any sort of pricing option system is that uh, obviously they're built around making sure you're hitting your financials. Like even the cheapest of the cheap, mm-hmm. your numbers are sound. But you have opportunity to increase the margin for your business and the value to your customer in the process. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. What are what are some of the biggest challenges you see like in your personal experience with people who like either struggle with um, either either going from like a TNM to like a flat rate sort of model categorically or from going to like okay I can do a, a job for X but there's no way I could do a good better best or similar sort of option. Have you seen any guys struggle to make that mental shift? Yes, and it, it also depends 
I almost want to ask you, can you insert some Jeopardy music here while I think about this? <laughs> we can't exactly. afford the copyrights for actual Jeopardy music. I'm just going to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you can support us so we can. <laughs> awesome. Well, it, it partly goes back to, to company size, right? So if you have a company that's got, uh, say they've got a handful of technicians. So we've got a decent sized company with a handful of technicians. Change can be difficult to get the troops on board, right? If you're time and material and then you switch over to flat rate, you might get some pushback from your technicians that you've never experienced before. And as a business owner, that can be scary because some of us didn't grow up and some of us weren't born in leadership. We didn't, oh, I can run this great company and I can train my guys and do great, right? Like it's harder for some of us. And so holding your team accountable and make them making them actually follow the process of this is the new, we're moving to flat rate regardless, can be difficult for some business leaders. And so then they fall back to what they were doing before. And another thing that we see, so A, we see that a lot. Another thing is the difficulty of changing your prices all the time. I mean, last year we saw so many material increases all across the board. Unreal multiple times every quarter, if not every month, and all the different verticals, right? And as a business owner, you don't have time to do that to make sure that you're priced right every single day. And then your guys don't always know all of the different price increases that are happening, especially if they aren't out buying and in the supply stores, if you got your own inventory. So you've got all those different things to look at. Uh, so, yeah, I see that it can be hard for people to change. But then when they do try to change and they choose their direction, staying firm with it and, and selecting a pricing system that does it for you can be so key and your profits can go up and that pressure can come off your back. But back to your original question, I think it depends on customer company size. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I think one of the things I haven't thought about in this context, but totally makes sense as it relates to uh, supplier and vendor cost especially the past couple of years, those have been such uh, unpredictable variables. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I talked to people and they said, yeah, we haven't really updated our price book in a couple of years. All the time. What? Yes. Even last year. Right. I've heard so many people say that, well, we haven't done it because it's cumbersome. They're still on spreadsheets and it's very difficult. So they don't do it. And, And so the encouragement here is, you know, you might not have had time to do it and, but you're losing money. And as a business owner, especially CEO, your job, the number one job of the CEO is to guard and protect the company profit. And if you are not doing that, then you're spending time in the wrong area of your business. Are there, um, do you have any like specific examples? I think some people can kind of get their head around like, okay, sure. I guess I can go from where I was to maybe adopting a different way of thinking about pricing or even pricing options. But if you like, you know, dollars to donuts, is there, do you have specific examples of the financial impact on a business of going, for, for instance, a business that transitioned from the TM to uh, adopting the new flat rate with pricing tiers of what sort of impact that change would have on their bottom line? Well, what I do know is, is what I do know and what I do know is the new flat rate. And so on day one, using our system without any training, when you actually present options in front of your customer, allow them to choose we see an average increase of $246 on top of the service ticket on top of what? So a standard flat rate call uh, might be like 235. And then you present a menu and you allow the customer to choose no sales pressure. And it'll go up, take that 235 and add 246 on top of it automatically. And so, yes, it's a significant difference to the bottom line 
um, for the company. And that's what we care about, right? We're sure. doing what we're doing because we care about let's help these companies, these business owners, these contractors to become more profitable so they can grow from a position of strength. And so the crazy part of your math to think that out though, so you essentially just doubled the ticket you collected, right? So you mm-hmm. doubled the top line. That doesn't go to COGS. That doesn't mm-hmm. go to labor. That's going straight to the bottom now, right? Yeah, the majority of it is. So depending on what option the customer chose. So the average is 246 increase. So if they choose, you know, for example, if they choose the very top option, it might include a return visit. And that one's going to be way more than 246. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So, so there's going to be different things depending on what the customer, but to your point, essentially, yes. It, yeah, it's not just inflating the vanity part of the metric of everyone no. like talking about the top line. It's inflating the the sanity part of the metric, the the stuff that trickles down to the bottom. Yeah. So what would you actually do with that? You'd be able to take a breather for a minute. Oh, okay, good. Get cheese on the hamburgers. Right? I like cheese. That's a luxury some cannot afford. <laughs> <laughs> tell us tell us about um the new flat rate, because I um a new flat rate is as a partner with an organization that I'm with. So I'm in Oklahoma. So we, we're as a group here called Meepo. Um, we do a lot of work with Meepo locally, but I know the new flat rate also does a lot of work with Meepo also. And not that that's a Meepo plug, but uh, that's, I think, where I first uh, learned of this product years ago. I'm really curious for you to, to spend some time. I know you don't want to turn this into a, a sales spiel and totally respectable, but this is totally a product that's worth shedding some light on so help for those who maybe have never heard of the new flat rate what is it what does it do what draws you to be a part of this company's mission oh thank you for actually the opportunity um we're actually kind of like a software system it's a pricing tool we were contractors and we were broke contractors trying to figure out how to get technicians to sell and we couldn't get a a repeatable pattern and so finally we had one technician who was my brother who did a million dollars in sales by himself one year. And so my dad goes and pulls every ticket and says, what was he doing? How did he do it? And he saw that he was handwriting options and showing them to the customer on every service call. And so he started pulling all these tickets saying, wait a minute, I see, you know, a rhyme and reason for this. And so then he calls me, I was in California at the time. He's like, Danielle, I think we can do something here. So I moved back to Georgia. We spent a year in his garage building on Excel as you do, right? In the early days, looking at all these invoices and kind of like, building out these pricing pages to see, do we have something? And so we beta tested, we got 35 menu pricing pages and we beta tested in eight different cities and states all across the US and just said, hey, take this page. We don't know if it'll work or not and just present it to your customer and see if they'll choose an option. And all of the companies reported back significantly, yes, this is really working. And we were coaching with Jay Abraham at the time. And Jay's the one that taught us to do a beta test because if i could be really honest ryan sometimes in the beginning who knows what you're doing like wait, no, you know no one come yeah. on let's be honest like you're trying you've got these great ideas but we didn't really know what we we're doing and so jay abraham's like nope if you can't prove it in a test then you don't have anything and so we would test and test and he'd say and he'd give us feedback all right now test it this way and test it that way and so we really allowed him to control our beta test for about 18 months you know continually and then after that we knew we had something and in 2017, we went digital. And so now we are an app available on iPad or Android. And so it's a pricing system that's five price points for anything diagnosed in the home. We do it all for you. All of the materials, the time, everything's already built into the back end. And so if you're using time and material or flat rate, 
This is different because it's an actual menu with different prices, five prices for anything diagnosed in the home. And the reason five, Ryan, is because that's what would fit on the page when we were beta testing. You know testing. what's funny? I was wondering about the five too, because mm-hmm. the Welch's jelly thing kept popping in my head. Do you know this <laughs> metaphor? Do you know this story? No, <laughs> but I need so to know. It's, it's really, it's really crazy. I don't remember what it was. I, I remember like learning about it in my MBA, but like uh, a jelly company, I think it was Welch's, was trying to test how many options people would engage with, right? So the test was set up a display at the front of a grocery store and have like 15, 20 different varieties of jelly. See which one sells the most, right? And so they'd have peach jelly and raspberry and huckleberry and whatever, right? Think of all right? the, the oh, sugary of jellies. And they would monitor the notes. And then as a control, they whittled it down to three and just said, here's three options. And they noticed that sales went through the roof. Like the the options of three like exceeded the cells of the auctions like 12 or whatever. And so uh, apparently it comes out that there's uh, a sort of like decision paralysis. That consumers I was going to say run decision into. fatigue, right? Yeah. yeah it's like they don't know which sure. one to make. And so they make none. Yep. So when I'm hearing five, I'm like, wow, is five like the, just the, the top line of like, hey, if we go beyond five, we start seeing depreciating results. You go five is like, no, we're going to be the ones in the middle are decoys. Everyone goes up. Right. Well, like, I'll tell you, five fits on a page very nicely. And what we have found with our testing uh, is that you have to have a middle option. And so five allows that middle option because the majority of buyers are middle of the road buyers. And six didn't have that middle option. Five does. And then three, we've also tried the good, better, best and tested that too. Three, a customer can choose, but with five, they choose just as quickly. They choose in 15 seconds or less, in when, which is very quick to yeah, select what you're going to do on a service call, especially, right? They choose very, very quickly. And then that's two additional options on top of the three, and it's just opportunity to make more money and to be able to provide better value and service to your customers. That's really crazy. Do you find any any um, issues with people adopting the tool? Uh, a lot of guys, and regardless of the trade, sometimes like adopting technology on like an iPad or something can be difficult if they're, especially if they're transitioning from a paper system. Do you find any struggles with people adopting to that bell curve? Every day, every day, every day. <laughs> you know, I'd love to sit here and lie. <laughs> I, I wouldn't lie, but I'd love to say no. It's so easy. But of course we do. You know, people don't always like change. We It's very easy to stay in a habit rut of this is the way that I do it. I use my paper, you know, handwrite my invoice. I charge this amount per hour and this is what I do. And I mark up materials like this. Uh, but the power of having something that's done for you, when their technicians start using our system, there's a simple index. What did we diagnose? You find it on the index and you find the page and then you can present it to the customer. And so it's seamless, it's professional, it's very easy, it's trackable, you've got your data, but then you have your inquiry sales because of the power of the menu. I don't want to sell that short. But of course, we, we hear all the time, well, my techs don't want to use it. They don't want to try something new. They like what they're doing. And that's where it goes back to, okay, uh, is leadership on board? Oh my gosh, leadership is everything on those. Right? It, who's who's driving the ship is, is what it goes back to and what is it that you want and you know so often uh, we might be talking to a new company and they'll say okay well I need to talk to my wife about this or I need to talk to my girlfriend about this and the question back is are they as passionate about solving this problem as you are Boom. and that's the same question back to well my technicians don't want to do it okay well are they passionate about solving this problem no yeah. I, I'm always struck by that particular sort of like, my guys won't do it. Because like, 
Bro, do you, do you have to remind them to wear pants and a belt to work? Sometimes. Like, that's that's a weird response. That was supposed to be a rhetorical <laughs> question, and you just jumped totally in. <laughs> Not in the way one might expect. <laughs> but it's like you don't just let guys do whatever the hell they want to do, mm-hmm. right? You basically start, guys and oh. gals too. I mean, you know, anybody. yeah, totally. People. Sorry, I'm using it royally. Absolutely, That's people. Thank you for calling me on that. Um, you, you you can't just let people and humans do whatever they want to do. You have to have systems and processes and expectations. It is no different when it comes to pricing your business correctly, where your business can afford to pay the people running the job. This is the tool you use to make sure that we can afford to pay so that your family can go on vacation this summer. It's so true. And you know, it's not even just with menu pricing. I really do believe that all businesses, all of us, you, me, all of us, we have inefficiencies in our company when it comes to pricing. It is so easy for our employees, our team members of every company to view out of their lens and what's in their wallet today. Just, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and give you this for free. This is just a little add-on. And how many things are getting added on for free because our team members are viewing it out of their lens and they might be like, hey, my budget is maxed this month. So surely Ryan doesn't have any money either this month. You know, And, and it could be everywhere, every store that we go into. People view their lens through their lens of their budget and we have to train on pricing within our companies. No, this is the pricing. This is what's allowed. This is approved. This is the way that we price. And the the thing that's crazy about this, though, is like if companies can adopt this mindset correctly, early, and consistently, it it instantly solves a lot of the problems that people are afraid of. Mm, right? Mm-hmm. You're literally injecting the cash value of the benefit of this into the business by going through the process. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. crazy. And then everybody wins. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always been a huge fan of the new flat rate. And I'm really grateful that you've taken the time because I know you're crazy busy. If somebody wants to learn more about the new flat rate and how this could help their business, uh, Danielle, how would they learn more about the new flat rate? Well, thank you for asking. Thenewflatrate.com. You could definitely go to the website, schedule to get a demo. We'd love to talk to you and just show you what the system could do for your business and learn more about, you know, what kind of problems are you trying to solve? Anybody can email me. My email is danielle at menupricing.com. If I don't respond, it's because it went to my spam. So give me a second and I'll find it. I mean, for some reason, stuff just goes to spam. Uh, but, spam, <laughs> but reach out, you know, I've got a couple of cool things I'd love to give to you. I've got a really neat hiring matrix I've been working on this year. So if you're looking to grow your team at all, uh, shoot me a note and ask for that hiring matrix and mention that you saw us on the, or listened to us on this show. And I'll shoot that over to you. Uh, I really spent a lot of time thinking about, okay, why can we not find techs in the trade and going back to how can we kind of solve that problem? So I'd love to share it with you. Ooh, that hiring matrix is awesome. So just have them email you and say, give me the hiring metrics. Yes, blue please. Blue collar is awesome. Yep. Um, that's awesome. That's right. Don't forget to say blue collar is awesome or you don't get the matrix. Oh, I like that quiz. Okay. Right? Noted. Noted. We'll also put like a reminder of the show notes. Blue collar is awesome. Um, <laughs> and also, so thank you so much for your time. I think one one last question I have to ask because when I was when I was like prepping for talking to you and just getting like excited about like, yay, I've got to know how on earth did you break a hand playing soccer? Oh my gosh. How did you find that somewhere? Um, Google is a powerful thing. (laughs) So weird. Well, it was indoor. Have you ever played indoor soccer? Oh gosh, years ago. Like I was probably in college. So fun, right? But the ball moves fast paced, high energy, fast. 
so fast because those balls come flying off the walls and they're flying everywhere, right? And it was co-ed. I was playing co-ed indoor soccer. So there was a very tall man in front of me. And as I come running out from behind him, the ball was flying and I didn't even see it. So it hit and I got a boxer fracture. Right away, I was like, "Oh, I think I need it. I think I need a sub." So I'm running off the field, and I'm like, "Sub," because I'm looking at my hand. And my husband, we weren't married at the time. I was like, "I think I just broke my hand." He's like, "Nah, you're fine." I was like, "No, no, no, seriously." And he was like, "Oh yeah, you don't have a nickel anymore." So. <laughs> that sounds awful. Um, and not a type of injury you need soccer. Yeah, that is, by the way, a totally a badass soccer player response right there. It's like, "I'm fine. I just shook it off. I'm good." <laughs> like, yes. Danielle, it was awesome uh, meeting you for the first time and having you on the show. Thank you so much. Um, so guys, check out the new flat rate and uh, make a comment in an email to Danielle about the hiring matrix because that's going to help a lot of people. So thank you for being generous with that. Awesome. Thanks, Brian, for having me. I've had a great time. Oh, the pleasure is ours. Thanks so much. This episode was hosted by Ryan Redding, author of the book on digital marketing for plumbing and HVAC contractors. This show also includes much help from Shelby Nichols. You can subscribe to Blue Collar CEO on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us online at bluecollar.ceo and find us on Instagram. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. 